All right. A couple of uh, years down the road, your life has uh, taken some twists and turns. You know? Yeah. As all lives do. Yeah, man. You've been, uh, <clears throat> you've been like on the road a lot. Really? Yeah. You're okay. a working comedian at this point. <clears throat> wow. That's great. <clears throat> you don't perform as yourself. You perform as a, a character. Fuck you. You what? go on stage and uh, you're, uh, you're like, you would do this character that was like this dumb, it's clearly supposed to be this dumb thing. Uh, and it was kind of, it was like a huge joke between you and like the other comics in town that, that they're like, oh, Aaron, are you going to do that, like that really bad comedian character tonight? And you're like, yeah, you know what? Because you asked me, I will. Oh, no. Like the comics think it's hilarious. Oh, no. And the crowds, half of them are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. A quarter yeah. of them are like, oh, I get it. This is some guy being ironic. And then the other That's quarter, my whole act? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? No, 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 no. That's 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 the act that you would do. This character. This character, yeah. was, this character is called uh called Horny Hank. <laughs> you would wear uh like uh What the fuck? You would wear suspenders, you would wear jean shorts that were like like they stopped like above your knee. Oh <clears throat> man. And you would wear a uh, like a beanie propeller hat. All right. Tight white shirt. Oh. And uh you'd wear a shirt that said what that would say uh FBI, female body inspector. Ugh. And underneath it would say, but for real. <laughs> and you would go, you would go, hey everyone, I'm horny Hank. And like at one point you Why? Were, Why? Why am I doing this? You just thought it was funny. It was like this dumb character you came up with. And I'm getting booked as horny Hank. No, you get booked as yourself, and every once in a while you'll do horny Hank. And uh the booker is like if they're a comic, they think it's hilarious. They're like, yeah, fuck it. If they're not a comic, they're like, what the fuck was that about? Because again, it's just, it's kind of a joke about comedy. You're being very meta. At one point. <sighs> this sucks. At dude. one point you pull your shirt up. No, I don't, Pat. And uh, because you, because it covers the front of your uh, pants and you pull it up and you have like a fake boner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you, and you'd go, uh, zippity doo And then you look down, you look at your boner and you go, oh, oh, oh no. And so your name's Horny Hank. This is a gross mischaracterization of what a comic is. Right. That's the whole joke. Again, this it sucks, dude. You're just, you're being meta. This <clears throat> is awful. And so what happens is- uh, This like, sucks. One night you did the whole, and like there was, there was a bit you would do. Uh, this is what really sealed it for you. Uh, a bit you would do where you would pull a uh, cucumber out and you would jack off just the tip of it. And then people would like go, ew. And you'd go, whoa, did he come? Did he come? No, he didn't. And people would go like, what the fuck? So you do that whole uh, cucumber. This is gross. The whole cucumber. I'm just saying I feel what bad because I did that in real life earlier. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> now I know you hated it. Yeah. This is a fun thing to feel. So you're doing that and uh, you're doing it at the at the Velveeta room one night. Just the oh. open mic. You're, like, you're just fucking around. I'm sorry. The guy, the guy, the guy in the back is like pissed. Yeah. Michael Park is watching from outside, and he's just going, so, "Holy shit, man!" So, um, there's a talent booker there from, uh, and I'm doing Horny Hank. You didn't know. You had no idea. What the fuck? This is stupid. So you got off stage. And I got, would have no idea. There's a there's a booker there. No, no one told you. So like, you get off stage. You gotta walk to the like 
the men's room to change. You're kind of just like laughing to yourself at another, you know, horny Hank adventure. And uh, Did it, does it crush at least? People are dying laughing. All right. I mean, there's there's like this a pack that sucks. House. There's but like fuck. Fi- there's fifty people there. There's like three people who look really upset. Well, yeah. You find out later, one of them got hit by a car and died that night. I'm sorry, that sucks. It had nothing to do with you, but yeah, it's just that- a weird haunting detail. So. You walk to the bathroom, and when you come out, and like you're like in your normal clothing, there's just like this guy, the talent scout, standing there, and he was like, <clears throat> he's like, "Holy shit, dude, that was so funny!" And he, he goes, "Hey, it's nice to meet you. I'm a I'm a talent scout oh. for Lanalax uh, Scouting. Lanalax Scoutings." He goes, I'd love to give you a card. I'd love to talk to you for a minute if you, if you have some time. And you're like, uh, yeah, sure. And you talk to him and stuff. And yeah. Like, What's his name? Uh, Harry Beans. <laughs> Harry Beans, talent scout for Lanalax Scouting. Scouting. That's that's what it's called. That's what he's the name. Harry yeah. Beans. Harry Beans. Who is a talent scout for Lanalax Scoutings. Yeah. All right. So um, what ends up happening is he kind of like books you on the road as horny Hank. And you're kind of like, you try telling him like, you know, I do my own act. And he's like, yeah, I've seen it. It's fine. But the horny Hank, he goes, look, dude, this is what's going to propel you to the mainstream. And and you just decide to go along with it. And it works, dude. Over the years, over the three years, you build up like a really big, like loyal following and stuff like that. This Um, sucks. You're not on TV. Yeah, uh, but you're like you definitely have, especially uh, in like the South uh, West region. Oh, there's a lot of people who pay you good money. Like you, you do like a um, a corporate events and you get paid like thirty thousand dollars. God damn it! You know, so you just do horny Hank. It's for the um, the Knights of Columbus, the Catholic men's group. They're pissed. They're fucking. So they had no idea. They booked the wrong person, but it doesn't matter. They still have to pay you. Um, <clears throat> One of them, one of the guys is a priest. He tells you you're going to go to hell when you die. And his eyes flash red. And for a second, you believe him. So you've been doing this for, for a couple of years. And um, am I at least like still doing my regular stand up? You do when you're in town. Yeah. But, like, I, am I like still building an act and I'm just doing this to make money? Is that how I'm approaching it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You, you, I could rationalize that. Yeah. And, and thank God, because it's really getting you through some some tough times lately. Things uh, haven't been going super well for you, to be honest with you, on the personal, in your personal life. Seven minutes in. Yeah. What happened was um, you were in a a wing eating contest. All right. A contest? Yeah. And you were like. Why? Why? I mean, I love wings, but I don't feel. Just on a whim. You were like, you walked past a wing That's what I. Yeah. You walked past and you were like, oh, shit. Wing eating. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. I don't have anything to do today. And you go in. And, <laughs> okay. And uh, laissez-faire yeah. attitude. And they have a, uh, they have a, is a really spicy sauce called boss sauce. It's, but sauce is spelled S-O-S-S. Yeah. Just like boss is spelled B-O-S-S. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Boss sauce. And you, uh, you fucking love it and you crush it and you end up winning. You want a $45 gift card to Applebee's that you have to spend in the next day, otherwise you owe them money. How much? Forty-five dollars. So I either have to, wait within the next twenty-four hours. I have to either a visit an Applebee's and spend this forty-five dollar gift card in its entirety. Yeah. yeah, 
or you owe or them I owe them for, uh, okay all right i'll go to that applebee's immediately so you i mean but, not immediately but like later on so you're like okay i'll definitely do that when i'm not stuffed with uh you know wings and boss sauce and you you go home and you open the door your girlfriend's there she's like i hey. probably even like call on her to go order and just go get it and know that i'm gonna eat it later okay just, what, what do you know. order $45 worth? Yeah. Man, fuck. All right. Buckle up. Uh, I'm probably getting like a steak and potato thing, you know, with like uh, they got the broccoli. Yeah. I'm probably doing some of that. And they go, do you want uh, dairy-free cheesy broccoli, sir? Man, I, yeah. I, you know what? Yeah. They're the only restaurant in the world It's dairy-free? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Lock me in. They pour you know, it over. I'll do one with and one without. That'll be like multiple meals. Yeah. And is that spend it? Uh, no, you know what? One more thing. Like a full thing? Yeah. I, I mean, I call my girlfriend and ask her what she wants. She's like, uh, I say it's gonna, it's probably gonna be cold. I just ate at a wing contest. I'm stuffed, but I'll pick you up <laughs> whatever you want if you're hungry now. She goes, man, now you mentioned it, I go over some chicken wings. All right. I'll order however much I have left in chicken wings. So you, <clears throat> you do that. That's, you drive that sounds home. Sounds great. You're like, Wow, what a weird day this has been. What is, I mean, it sounds great. Yeah. yeah. You walk in your apartment, your girlfriend's there, and you kiss her hello. Hello. Turns out she's allergic to boss sauce. And her, what? And her, <laughs> what? And her head explodes. God damn it, Pat. Yeah, so your girlfriend's dead. So it's a good thing that you have this I just finished up. a bunch of wings. Yeah, and you didn't wipe your mouth. <laughs> Things were so good. Well, you know, that's isn't that like- And what? it was because of boss sauce. Boss sauce. You try you, you sue Boss Sauce, uh, but they actually end up winning the lawsuit. You owe them like five hundred dollars. It was a very low stakes thing. You're not you're not quite sure why. It's never really explained to you like what the legal reason is, but they're like you know. So anyway, I think I would follow up on that. Yeah. So what happens is uh, you're, you're you're glad you have this creative outlet where you can uh, even though you're doing horny Hank as your living, you can still do your own comedy. Blah blah blah. I'm killing it. Otherwise, yeah. Like, I'm doing one hack, which sucks. Yeah, you're yeah. you really like you horny feel Hank like sucks hard. You've been telling your agent that you're thinking about stopping the horny Hank thing, and he's like, "If you do that, you know, I'll have to, I'll kill myself." And you go, "What?" And he goes, "Oh no, you know." Well, here's what I he do. Goes, you know the old saying. I would just do corporate shows as horny Hank. Yeah. I'd do a handful of them. I get to pick whatever I wanted. I do enough to pay the bills, and I work on my regular stand up, and I it'd just be a fucking job. You come so yeah, so that's what you do. I'm not gonna go fuck around with it anymore. Yeah, it's ruined at this point. It you, sucks hard. Yeah, it's not good. You come back uh, from a show you did. It didn't go well because people kept yelling like "Horny Hank." Dude, you know, hey, show us your boner and stuff like that. And and like you're like, you just want to do your jokes. And you're like, it's not a real boner. And like they all start booing. So start, the crowd is expecting Horny Hank. They throw soda on you. They know that they know that I am Horny Hank and that's what they want. Yeah. And you won't do it. And they throw soda at you after you refused, after you ruin the illusion of your boner. You tell them it was a cucumber. They get fucking pissed. They don't want to hear that. Those guys who they get just they just got off a hard day of work. They're ready for some laughs. You're up there fucking ruining it. This in, horny in, Hank in character is so good. It's not good, but I mean, people but like people it. love this horny Hank character so much. Yeah, that I can't do my own stand up anymore. Not really, man. That I would that would hurt, and I'd have to come to grips with that. 
I probably just write a lot. I probably just write yeah. a bunch of scripts. I'd probably redirect that somewhere else. You feel inspired, uh, but you, that would uh, really, really suck. This you, fucking sucks. Yeah. How much money am I making like a year? Um, you make eighty five grand after taxes and paying your agent. That sounds fucking great. Yeah. Great. How many? How often am I doing shows? You say like once every couple weeks. No, you do it every weekend. Every weekend, yeah. I'm on the road as Morning Hank. Man, I probably back off a little bit. You do a show at the Church of Satan. Yeah, I I don't know if I would. You fucking kill. They love you. All right. And then like like you're kind of like we're like you're you're kind of like I should take this gig or not? And you go, hey, the only color I care about is green. Oh, this sucks. Yeah, this sucks hard. So you go home. This ruined my life. Yeah, I'm everything I didn't want to become. I mean, I'm making money, but. God, that's got to suck. Fuck. This isn't good. You come home and you're kind of like freaked out. Am I drinking again? No. It's the one thing you've, it's your one piece of dignity that you have left, your sobriety. All right. So you you go home and you're you're feeling upset about your life. Yeah. There's a a note taped to your door. What do you do? I fucking read it. What What do you want me to do? Not read it? It says, meet me at the RBM Food Mart tomorrow at noon. Or else. And then they have an arrow point indicating for you to turn it over. Man. All right. Turn it over. They go, just kidding with that, you know, or else part. But seriously, meet me at the RBM Food Mart tomorrow at noon. Or else. Haha, <laughs> JK again. <laughs> so tomorrow at noon. Yeah. I would find somebody to go with me. You wake up the next day. I would tell I would tell somebody what happened. You'd be like, hey, this is kind of weird. And I'm curious, but I'm also scared. Yeah. I don't want to go by myself, but I still want to go. Like who do you text? I would text you. Okay. Because you're right. You you live like right here. Yeah. So I, I'm the next one you text me and I'm like, Yeah, that sounds really strange. Yeah, man. I'll 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 meet you there at noon. I'll meet I'll so like I'll meet you at your place and we'll walk over there. He's like, Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll meet you there like eleven forty five. You get to my place, eleven forty five. Yeah. I'm in there. Okay. I've been working out lately. I look great. <laughs> That's and, good, man. Yeah. If, what are you what are you doing? Uh I run in place. <laughs> yeah. That's it. All I do is cardio, but I run in place. I never go running outside or anything. <laughs> you just run in place. I run in place on a mat. I don't even use the fucking treadmill or anything. I just run in place. And uh, that's so fucking weird. God yeah. Damn. One day I get really drunk and I tell you when I do it uh, every once in a while, I can see the face of God. Yeah. Next day you ask me about it. I just pretend like I don't remember. Okay. So anyway, you get there and uh, it's like about to, like, I'm we're just hanging out talking and stuff. Yeah. And it's like 1158. Yeah. And you're like, what do you do? I would just wait till noon. They said noon. They made it seem like it was pretty specific. I'm not just going to wait till it's two minutes till and just leave. So uh, I wait till noon. I clock probably, strikes noon. I probably wait a couple minutes after noon. You wait, and then it's like 12.05. Uh, what do you do? I would say, well, I guess they're not coming. Let's go. All right. So I get up. We walk over to the Arby Food Mart. Oh, wait. No, I thought we were at the Arby Food Mart. No, we're walking over there. Oh, yeah. I would make sure we were there by noon oh i'm sorry i thought you meant you my there. i would be there at noon okay you get there right at noon yeah you're just punctual dude yeah i just want to i just want to be on time for this they made it seem pretty important that i was on time yeah and so what's gonna hurt me i don't know 
And I'm standing there and I'm like, uh, this is really weird. I'm like, all right, I'm going to grab someone to drink. I'll be right back. All right. I walk inside, open the RBM Food Mart, walk in. And uh, you turn around and standing there are 45 men. God fucking damn it. I knew it. I knew it. 45 men are looking at you. They're all, it's odd. They're all dressed in like different like military outfits. (laughs) Yeah. From a... across the past couple hundred years there's guys dressed like revolutionary soldiers you Uh know there's dudes you know they're dressed one of the guy has like a he's dressed like a civil war yeah soldier he has both flags on him that's weird okay he couldn't decide so he just decided to fight for both one time he saw what's i killed him he uh there was a battle where he looked in the mirror and saw himself and he just punched himself in the face until he died Oh man! So, sort of, not Bo- really. Both of them, or none? Both. Uh, okay, they yeah. both got credit. Yeah. If you were to, like mark it down. Yeah, uh, there was a, a whole. Uh, there's a law school that teaches a class about it. Yeah. What's the class called? Uh, it's called dual uh, identity death class. <laughs> it's like high level. Yeah, it's taught by a man. Uh, his name is Professor Bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's an evil genius. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, years later, he's arrested for uh, trying to blow up the world, but that's a that doesn't concern us. Okay, so a lot of these people- guys are all dressed; they're all wearing different things. Some of them are wearing like modern, you know, whatever. Yeah, and so you're kind of looking at them, and it's almost like the world's gone gray. You get the feeling that time has stopped almost. You know? <laughs> okay, you like look in the RBM Food Mart. There's no one in there. One of the guys uh, says he's dressed uh, like a guy from like the uh, War of 1812, you know? Yeah, that's pretty specific. Yeah. He's got a patch that says the War of 1812. <laughs> Is that, okay. It says 1812 to 1812. <laughs> he's holding like a, a rifle. Yeah. And he goes, hello, Aaron. We're the Freedom 45, protectors and keepers of presidential myths. Oh, no. He goes on to explain to you that the Freedom 45 are made up of uh, these different men who are related to like various presidents throughout the years. Yeah. And uh, basically, anytime uh, something happens to disrupt a presidential myth, they have to- They got to stop it. They have to step up and stop it. <laughs> okay. And uh, it turns out that you are the great, 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 great grandson of Jimmy Carter. And <laughs> wait, like the Jimmy, the Jimmy Carter that's still alive. He goes, look, we don't have time to explain. Wait a second. I mean, that's pretty. It's that's like impossible. I mean, yeah, that's you, a lot. Of, wait, the Jimmy, the, like the peanut farmer president, yeah, Jimmy Carter. You're right. Not like a Jimmy Carter that existed way back in the fucking 1500s or no, some shit. No, no, no. So that's not a. Th- no, I wouldn't believe them. The, that he, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He goes, we don't have time to explain. And so I'm not gonna... they go on to tell you that um, George Washington, his cherry tree is uh, going to be under attack soon by the Lanolax Corporation. They're going to send someone back in time to destroy this cherry tree, thus destroying George Washington's myth. He goes... Do you know who George Washington is, Aaron? Yeah. Because he was our first president. Yeah, he's on the dollar bill. Yeah. And uh, he had wooden teeth. 
you say that, and then uh, for a moment, your like pocket feels a little heavier. You pull it out. There's a crisp one dollar bill in there. That's weird. George W. Bush looks at you. He looks. He looks. <laughs> George W. Bush. Oh, sorry, George. Uh, <laughs> George Washington. For a moment, it looks just like George W. Bush. And yeah. You're like what the fuck? And you blank, and it looks, it's George Washington, our nation's first president. And he looks at you. He's like pleading with you. You know, there's fear in his eyes. So basically, they go as the great, 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 great grandson of Jimmy Carter. They go, you're now part of the Freedom 45. No. And he goes, we need you to go back in time and save this cherry tree. He goes, do you do it, Aaron? No. I mean, you. I, there's, I, there's nothing that leads me to believe that this is real. You're giving me like a, an implausible scenario that I'm related to Jimmy Carter through that many generations. He goes, check your heart, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> You look down at your heart, and in your breast pocket, there's like a piece of paper. What do you do? I fucking look at the piece of paper. It's all the documentation proving it, and you look at it, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is wild." I don't believe. I don't believe it. It, 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 it. It's a complete lie to me. The, the '80s are a different time, man. So they go, "Will you go back in time?" No, I, I don't believe this. He goes, "Why not?" Because. I couldn't be related to Jimmy Carter. I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> There's a uh, a bolt of lightning hits the ground. This is fucking weird. The food mart. This is so weird. And they go, and and they go. It's it's coming for us soon. We have to send you back. I go. Okay. What do you want me to do? And I don't. Uh, believe, I don't want to do this. You look down, and suddenly you're dressed in like modern. Oh fuck. Camo gear. You you have like a machine gun. I th- blast a couple of rounds into the sky. And make sure it works. You pull the trigger. You know what I mean? You watch those bullets I'll send fly. a message. Yeah, you watch them fly above your head. Don't fucking hit me with a lightning bolt and a machine gun. You just feel like a man. I'm playing along. Yeah. All the idea, all all the shame you had, the weakness you felt of being horny Hank, it's oh, all gone. Man. You feel right. and you realize you were meant to do this. All right, let's you fucking know, as the scion of the Carter family. All right. And they go, do you accept this mission? Yeah, sure. I, I blast a few more rounds off into, into the sky. They, they look they look into it. They're Good. like pumped. Yeah. And then I, they look at you. Do I have my phone on me? Uh, no, you forgot it. No. I was going to look up Creedence Clearwater Revival on Spotify. Um, one of the guys from uh, the Vietnam War, he starts like humming Creedence. Hell yeah. I and like, you're super into it. Yeah. And then the like the head guy, the guy who's dressed like the uh, Civil War guy, he yeah. goes, we are no longer the Freedom 45. Now we are, and they all, 45 men, yeah. and you and say, the Freedom 46. Hell yeah, I say it too. I try to time it up with them. <laughs> you time it up with them perfectly, yeah. so perfectly that your voice is the one that did this. It shatters all the windows in the RBM Food Mart. Good. Luckily, no one's hurt. Yeah, I feel bad for them. Right. They didn't deserve that. So they go, all right, Aaron, we're sending you back. Okay. You blank. And suddenly it's 1700s. Uh-huh. I still have my machine gun. You have your, you're dressed in modern camo gear and you have okay. your machine gun. All right. You look over. You're kind of like, well, oh, what the hell? You're, you don't really recognize where you are. It's definitely like a farm area. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, you look over and there's this uh, tree uh-huh. in the front yard. Yeah. Bursting with cherries, you know? Yeah. 
There's cherries all over this thing. Damn. And uh, you're like, oh, man, there it is. You see yeah. a young George Washington walk out. Yeah. He looks exactly like he does as an old man, except yeah. he's like a he's little tiny. kid size. Yeah. He's got okay. a huge head. Yeah. Wooden teeth. That sucks. Yeah. It's a thing they didn't tell you about in school. And you see him. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> take his uh, axe and he's like, oh, I can't wait to cut down and eat me some cherries, he says. He's got like a terrible Virginia accent. Have I been told what to do yet? Well, you're kind of realizing like, well, what the hell? Like, I, what am I supposed to do here? Like, how am I going to say this? I don't understand. Yeah, they didn't tell me that at all. You look up, you see a guy. Um, he's dressed like a uh, ninja. You see him like kind of slinking towards. I fucking throw a few rounds into him right there. I drop him. Yeah. You shoot him in the fucking head. That's what that's what everything's telling me to do. His brains go flying. Good. He I'm saving George Washington. Yeah. He lands on the ground. He yeah. starts like convulsing. All right. Starts crying for his mother. He he lists all seventeen of his children's names. Don't care. He's dressed like a ninja, but over his heart is a blue L. And the L slowly turns to black when he, as the, the uh, as he dies. And George W. Bush is or sorry, I'm saying George W. Bush. <laughs> George Washington looks. He's like, "Holy shit!" And he's like, "That was weird." And he looks over and he looks at, and he, he looks at you and he goes, "Hey, Mister, thanks a lot." And he goes, uh, "Now, if you excuse me, I got some chopping to do." And he chops yeah. down the cherry tree. Yeah, I let goes, him. And he goes, stop him. "Yeah, you gotta let the story happen." Yeah. And he goes, "Uh, do you want a cherry, Mister?" I'm. I am out of there. I'm trying to get out of there. I'm trying to like get away from him. I don't want to be around him. I don't want to be near him. Yeah. I want to be away from him. And he goes, okay, like whatever. He goes, but I don't want to change anything. Yeah. I just want to go back to where I can monitor him until I've succeeded. And then I want to fucking leave. I don't want a goddamn cherry. So. I don't want you to even look at me. I also don't want to speak to you. I don't want you to know what my name sounds like. I, you know, I don't want you to know anything about me. I want to be a ghost. So you say all that out loud to him, and he's just sort of like, holy shit. And he goes, all right, man, you don't have to have a cherry. And you uh, <laughs> and you, you feel a little ashamed. And you, uh, so you walk away. You hide behind like a tree. Yeah. Like you just, he doesn't even know you're there. Good. Uh, about 10 minutes later. His father comes home. His father. Where's like, that body? Oh, the body of the of the dead. Yeah, guy. yeah. Um, when he died, and uh, when the L turned into a uh, a black one. Yeah. He turned into a thousand crows and flew away. Okay. Yeah. A murder. Yeah. And so you see his dad come home. Yeah. And uh, John Washington. Yeah, John Washington. And uh, he sees like the chopped cherry tree, twee, and uh, he sees uh, George Washington, little kid George Washington. He looks like really bashful. Yeah. And he's like, uh, John Washington's like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so oh, no. The same voice as Michael Park. No. <laughs> he goes, what happened? Is that coincidental? It's, I mean, who knows? <laughs> and, and George Washington says, I cannot tell a lie. I chopped down this cherry tree. And he's like, 
what the fuck? And like spanks him and stuff oh, man. in front of you. And you're like, whoa, holy shit. And uh, he's like, all right, well, at least you told the truth. <laughs> they walk inside the house. Yeah. You're like, uh, oh, man. Well, the story happened. You think to yourself, wow, I actually did what I'm supposed to do. And I I really did uh, Jimmy Carter proud. And uh, you're going to turn around, but you take a look at these cherries. I don't want them. I don't fucking want them. No, you're, you don't want them, but. I don't. I'm getting out of there. The cherries are the most red cherries. Get out of there. That you have ever seen in your fucking I don't care. life. I, I want to leave. These cherries are so red. I don't give a flying fuck. That it's almost like they're literally on fire. It's almost like they're in motion and they yeah. always have been. Too bad. That's how red that cherry is. And that you, must be a weird dream thing. Yeah. Getting the you, fuck out of here. And you go, wow, that's pretty weird. And you turn around. <laughs> and suddenly you get bonked in the head by something. And you fall over and like you're kind of bleeding and you look up and standing above you is this dude. Uh, he's got orange stringy hair. God damn it. He's got a clown nose. No. In this guy's suit. You thought those cherries were red. This guy's suit. It's the reddest oh. suit. You think to yourself, if I you ever saw anything that was more red than that suit. Like the world would end. Like that's like a weird kind of feeling you get. And uh, he goes, "Hey, Aaron, it's me, the Sugar King." And he goes, "Do you know that uh, those cherries were 110 percent sugar?" And then he beats you to death with a baseball God bat. God damn, good, good, good. Could have been the worse. last thing you see through a portal a is the the Freedom 45. I don't care. The Freedom 46. Die. They didn't have my back. My yeah. brothers. And they, they look at you, and they, and, they, and they all go, oh, no, at the same time. I don't care. Fuck them. And you blink, and you're standing with them. You're part of the Freedom 46. God damn it. For all eternity. God damn it. Sorry, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> I thought I did the right thing. And you were beaten to death by the sugar cane. <laughs>